According to Fox, according to Fox, 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 Fox. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I am your host, A Fox. This is somewhat of a special episode because I honestly wasn't going to do anything till next week. But it's been a lot of chatter about what's been going on with the LSU championship. And I personally have so much to say about it. So this is basically just a fabulous sport episode because I'm going to spend the whole time talking about Angel Reese, Flaugé Johnson. I'm going to get into it because I just, I feel like I have a conversation about black women having to really take up space every other month. And here goes another one. So let's just get right into it now. First things first, I've said on like probably two occasions when discussing like sports, how I'm not really interested in women's basketball only because I don't know. I just feel like the intensity isn't there and the excitement, it just never hit me until this final four this season. So, and I have to say, I, I'm I'm eating my words. I am very interested in college women's basketball now. I'm, if these girls go to the league, I'll be watching. But right now, the league hasn't right. No, I don't know. Maybe I have to do more research. Maybe I should try to watch it more, try to enjoy it more. But what I saw this season, this year was organic for March Madness with the women's side. I was actually more interested in what was happening on the women's side than the men's side this year, to be very honest. Um, Because, you know, my family from South Carolina, so I actually was going for the Gamecocks, pause. And I think Dawn Staley, like Dawn Staley to me is like the Allen Iverson of the WNBA. Like, I feel like that level of greatness, they both like on the same level. And they both, well, she's from Philly, he's not. But, you know, I knew who Dawn Staley was. Like, just because I'm not into the WNBA doesn't mean I know who the players are. I know who Cheryl Swoops is. I know who Teresa Weatherspoon is. I know these people. Um, What's, the, what's that lady name? Somebody holds claw. I know these people, all right? I know Lisa Leslie, okay? I'm just saying. So I was actually interested because, you know, South Carolina was having a winning season. They didn't lose any games. So I'm like, all right, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? They doing their thing. They might get their next. I think this would have been their third title in as many years. So, you know, I was going for South Carolina. But I kept hearing about this girl, Caitlin Clark, this white girl from Iowa. I'm, of course, she's from Iowa. Wait, time out. Of course, she's from the team, Iowa. I don't know where she's from because she could have transferred with the school somewhere else. But, you know, I equate Iowa with white people. Anyway, so um, I'm hearing she's a monster. Like, she go hard. She playing. She talking shit. She doing the too small thing. I whatever. I wasn't really watching those games. I was watching um, South Carolina, though. I want to see what South Carolina was doing. But I'm hearing about LSU. You know what I'm saying? And I, I see Angel Reese. And she's a girl. She got her, her her wig. She got her nails. She got her lashes on. Just just black girl magic. 
I love when black girls are black girls. I do. I love it. I love it. When we embrace who and what we are, it's my favorite thing in the world. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. If that girl want to wear a wig, she can wear a fucking wig. And she had a little headband on. She was cute. She got a little a little leg sleeve. Isn't the leg sleeve like a pant? Anyway, she had a little pant and and it was like multicolored. And then um I was I was hearing about Flo J. Johnson. She's a freshman. Um, I was hearing about Kateri Poole. Like I'm hearing these names as I'm watching, you know, the South Carolina games or getting something from ESPN about what's going on during March Madness for, you know, the women's team. Again, I was only interested really in the women's team because of South Carolina. So on Friday, South Carolina plays Iowa. I'm thinking South Carolina is going to win because, you know, they've been winning. But that Caitlin Clark girl, I ain't going front. She came out, she played 41 points. I think that's the most points that was ever dropped in a game, a college um, women's basketball game. And she dropped the most points in the tournament period. Um, she, who was that record? I think Cheryl Swoops held that record before her. So she had like the most amount of points ever in the March Madness tournament. And, you know, she was talking her shit. The first thing I want to clear up is that you can't see me move. And shout out to Bobby Light, because I'm like, I, I know I'm not the only one who knows where this move came from. Because everybody's saying that's John Cena and that that's John Cena. You cannot see me wrestling move. And that's Tony Yayo. That, that is Tony goddamn Yayo from G-Unit. Tony, oh, nigga, do you, if y'all ever saw So Seductive, that's all he do is wave his hand in his face. That is not John Cena. That is Tony motherfucking Yayo. So that is from a black man. I don't know if anybody was doing that prior to Tony Yayo, but Tony Yayo was doing it. All right? Why would my why would my computer be that rude? Why would you just do shit like that? Anyway, so before we say the John Cena move, we going to call it the Tony Yayo move. Let's let's start giving the originator their just do right now. Fucking white people take everything. So she's doing that. Um, and you know, my team is down. I feel away. And um, who was at the damn who was at the damn three point? Now I can't get her name, but somebody from South Carolina was about to, at the three point line, and Caitlin Clark just waved her off. Like, I'm not even gonna defend you, like you ain't got it. Like, oh. I felt the way off that shit. That shit felt weird to me. I'm like, so she's going, not God, is she going to wave her hand like she ain't shit? I mean, all right, all right. I, I guess she's talking shit, but that, I don't know. That that fucked me up sportsman-like. I don't know, because y'all in the middle of the game, ain't like the game over, over, but the game was over. But, sis, really? Like, that ass? Say less. So, I went and ended up winning, and, um, you know, my team did not win. So Dawn Staley, you know, she's the coach of um, South Carolina, and she had a press conference. And, you know, nobody was expecting us to lose. Nobody. I know I'm saying us, but I said us. I don't care what nobody said. They wasn't expecting us to lose. And, you know, during the um, conference, during the press conference, a lot of the reporters were asking Dawn, you know, about the other coaches because they was calling her team a bunch of bullies. And I find that so crazy. I find that so crazy. But bullies, really? What the fuck they do on the court? But okay, 
So Dawn Saley says, we're not bar fighters. We're not thugs. We're not monkeys. We're not street fighters, Saley said. This team exemplifies how you need to approach basketball on the court and off the court. I do think that sometimes brought into the game and it hurts. Iowa head coach called South Carolina an amazing offensive rebounding team early in the week. So Iowa didn't feel that way. But um, Dawn called out a lot of people in the media and, they, and she said, some of the people in the media, when you're gathering in public, you're saying things about our team and you're being heard. Daly said, and it's being brought back to me. Oh, so they talking crazy. And everybody going back to Dawn telling, well, this so-and-so said this about your girls. Oh, that's whack. These are the people that write nationally for our sport. So you cannot like our team and you cannot like me. But when you say things that you probably should be saying in your home, on the phone or texting, out in public, and you're being heard, and you are a national writer for our sport, it just confirms what we already know. Oh, oh. And I think we already know what she's talking about. Because when it comes to black anything, people, women or children, men, we're aggressive, we're angry, we're thugs, we're loud, whatever. All right? So anyway, now LSU beats Virginia Tech. So now it's down to LSU versus Iowa. All right, cool. Now, apparently... Angel Reese from LSU has a relationship with, you know, the, the girls from South Carolina. Those are her peoples. And she felt some kind of way about how Caitlin Clark was carrying it. Because I knew it wasn't just me. Like, I knew I wasn't bugging. I really had no intention on even, like, even seeing what was going on with this game. I really didn't. I didn't turn to it till probably halftime. And I was still, like, going back and forth. But I didn't turn to so it's like half time. Because my team was out. So I'm like, eh. And if my team was out, I was like, well, I want LSU to win. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I barely watch football if my team ain't playing. Like, I'll watch Super Bowl, but I won't be watching the playoffs if the Patriots ain't in it. I'm not. And Tom Brady retired. I don't got nothing. I'm not watching nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, but I did flick back and forth because I'm hearing that this is, we got a game going. So, um, and I'm seeing, you know, Angel do the Tony Yayo. We're going to say Caitlin did the John Tina, but Angel did the Tony Yayo. All right. And she pointing to her ring, her ring finger, because they about to win the championship. She in the face. She walking. She talking shit. As most people do when they play ball. I've been to a bunch of basketball games. And I, I'm usually the spectator in the stands. Because my man's playing basketball and I'm yelling and I'm saying, that nigga can't guard you. That nigga trash. She can't see you, baby. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm that girl. I am. 100%. So, I'm going back and forth. And, you know, I see the win. I'm like, hey, LSU. That's what's up. But the minute I saw her do the Tony Ayo, I said, watch them say some whack shit to my girl. They're going to say some whack shit to Angel. And lo and behold, they did. So, and I want to shout out a lot of the ESPN, um, the black ESPN announcers. So, um, it was Shannon Sharp who said it. It was um, Jay Williams, Emmanuel H.O. or Acho. They were like speaking on behalf 
of Angel Reese. And I loved it. Uh, I applauded it very well because it, it's crazy how often a lot of black, you know, spectators don't really agree when it comes to how women are supposed to act or what they think women are supposed to be and how they're supposed to, you know, basically express themselves and be fashionate. And they call these people out. So um, I'm trying to find the name because I, I got one person's name. And I, listen, they be having trouble saying black people's name. And I don't know how they be saying this because their names don't have no consonants. Nothing but consonants, no vowels. Um, Where is it? What is the guy? Because I'm going to look for it, y'all. I'm sorry. I should have been better prepared for it, but I had the name. So, um, so the girl, like I said, she did it first. She did the um, John Cena. So then I can't find his name, but it's fine. They said they called her classless. Somebody actually called her when his father calling her a fucking idiot. And she's 20 years old. She's a 20 year old girl. Um, she's a fucking idiot. And basically she was taunting Caitlin Clark, but Caitlin Clark was doing that all tournament, all tournament. She was doing the same hand gestures. She told somebody to shut up. You're down by 15 points. She was talking shit. You know, she was doing what she had to do. And, oh, here we go. That's his name. Bob Costas. No, keep open and popped up and said, black players is gangster wannabes. And this is what they call us. We're gangster wannabes. We're idiots when we do the same thing that they do. You know? So... Now we have these players coming in defense of Angel Reese. It was Keith Oberman who said she was a fucking idiot. That was one who said that. Thank you. So my problem is people are saying it's there. We're making it about race, but we didn't make it about race. Y'all did. Y'all did when y'all let Caitlin Clark do all this showboating and shit, and shit talking, and trash talking, as she should, as she should, right, but why, when we do it, it's different, when we do it, we don't have class, when we do it, we're idiots, when we do it, we're thugs, why do we have to be humble all the time, why do we have to just, hey, let's have some composure, and act like this, but they can act however they want to act and be called strong and be called assertive. They said that girl had swagger. That's not even y'all word. That's black people's word. Everything that y'all do, that y'all try to condemn us for, that y'all try to talk down on us for, when y'all do it, y'all make it seem like y'all at the highest peak of cool. No. Every piece of cool y'all got Y'all stole from us. Shit, y'all stole us. <laughs> y'all stole us. Every piece of cool that we are, that we inhabit, that we exude, when we do those things, y'all frown on us. Y'all look down on us. Why do they always have to act like that? Why can't they just be quiet? Why can't they just be humble? Humble for the fuck what? Humble for who? Absolutely not. Especially little black girls. 
I want y'all to be as big as y'all want, talk as y'all want, take up as much fucking space as you possibly can. This world was not made, this world was made for us. Let's be very clear. For black women who are the, we possess the Eve gene. The first woman in the world wasn't Eve. It was a black goddess named Lilith. Look it up. All right. Black goddess. That's why we have that gene where we can be a black woman, but we can have kids of any color, shade, whatever, font, whatever you want to call it. We can have whatever color kid we want. All right. But somehow the world that does not move without us is not built for us. It's not. It's not made for us to be who we are. It's not made for us to show everybody what's going on with us. It's not made to show our greatness. They don't want that to happen. I feel like DJ Khaled because they really don't want us to win. They don't want to see us shine. They don't want to see us do better than them. They never do because we got to work twice as hard to get half of what they have. Every single time. Take up space, black girl. Do what you need to do. This would not have been a problem if nobody said anything about Angel doing it. No problem. But it was so much backlash about a girl responding to a taunt with the same taunt. And you can see the disparity. It's always a racial disparity. It's always, well, they don't have to act like that all the time. They don't have to do this. And this girl is 20 years old. 20. You want somebody calling your daughter a fucking idiot at 20 years old? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But she did say something very profound. So let me play that for y'all. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, all year I was critiqued about who I was. Nobody, I don't, yeah, yeah, the narrative, I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. So this was for the girls that look like me, that's going to speak up on what they, they believe in. It's unapologetically you. And that's what I did it for tonight. This was for the more than, it was bigger than me tonight. It was bigger than me. Twitter is going to go in a rage every time. And, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I feel like I've grown, helped grow women's basketball this year. I'm super happy and excited. So I'm looking forward to celebrating in the next season. She did it for the little girls that look like her. Thank you, Angel Reese. She did it for the little girls who look like her. It's bigger than her. Because y'all called her a thug and y'all called her ghetto. And that's what y'all love doing, saying how ghetto we are, how loud we are, how braggadocious we are. Every single time we just exist, y'all complain. It's a problem for you. It makes you uncomfortable. Just us being who we are unapologetically. And she said, unapologetically me. She's really unapologetically black. And that's what y'all don't like. That's what y'all don't like. They won. And instead of taking away from the fact that they're, they're champions, the first thing they talk about is how she's acting. But LSU won their first title in the history of their school. The history. That's incredible. That they changed the world. 
So, of course, I said Caitlyn um, scored the most points in, you know, a college tournament ever. Well, it turns out Reese had one single season of, and she broke the rebounder record, 545 rebounds this season. 545. That's incredible. She was named the most outstanding player this year. And she tallied a double-double in each game in the tournament. 34 points, 15 rebounds. 30, 25 points, 24 rebounds. 17 points, 12 rebounds. 13 points, 18 rebounds. 24 points, 12 rebounds. 15 points, 10 rebounds. So let's not act like Caitlin was the only one putting in work. Let's be very clear. Double-doubles. I know a lot of NBA players who don't average double-doubles. Let's let's be 100% clear on that. Now, they won, you know, and the shout-out to their um, coach. Their coach, actually, she used to play for Baylor. And she – where did she coach at before? She played for Baylor, and this is her second year coaching for LSU. And let me see. Oh, that's nice. Oh, if you go to LSU – on the Google, it's a little purple and gold little fireworky thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Their coach is Kim Mulkey. And um she's trending too. She had on some some very sequined looking Mardi Gras-ish look. It was, I don't know. I never saw somebody dressed like that. I was like, okay, girl, do your thing. Um, and then they were saying, um, you know, she was the first one to break that record too, I believe. She was one of the first, um, she won two championships in her prior colleges, and this is her second season, and she won one here. So um, good job to their coach. But, yeah, so like I said, you know, black girls being black girls, and now it's like, oh, well, Caitlin deserved that most outstanding player thing. Okay, whatever, fine. If that's what you think, that's what you think. He's the new kicker, right? Because everybody wants to say it's not about race, right? The new kicker. So usually when a team wins a championship, everybody goes to the White House. The Well, the winners go to the White House, not everybody. Because if everybody could go, how special is it, right? How the fuck special is it if everybody can go to the White House? So, you know... Apparently, the first lady, Joe Biden, says she wants LSU and Iowa to both go because, but, you know, I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. Since the fuck when do the losers go to the White House? This is the shit we talking about. So not only are y'all not talking about the fact, and I'm I'm one of them because I can't get over it, but we not talking about the fact that these girls won. You want them to share the White House experience with the team that lost? If that's not a slap in the face. So Angel Reese retweets that and she writes a joke. That is a fucking joke. Why you keep playing in our girls' faces? Y'all playing in our kids' faces and I don't like it. I don't like it because Iowa played such a good game. Excuse me? You you don't think everybody who loses plays such a good game? But they don't get an invite to the White House? Are you kidding me? Now, if Iowa won, 
Would LSU be getting an invite to the White House because they play such a good game? Would they? No. Y'all got to make everybody feel included because y'all think that girl feels so bad. Y'all got to cheer her up somehow. Let's cheer Caitlyn up. Forget about how you're making these black girls feel that actually won. Let's cheer Caitlyn up because she's sad because she lost. Man, the weaponization of white women's tears have made America go so far. So far. It, it's it's crazy the power that a sad white girl can have in this country, but a sad black girl don't move a needle at all around here. If LSU would have lost, you think Jill Biden would be giving out invitations for them too? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Why they playing in our face like that? And I see people saying, I mean, why can't they go? Because you're not supposed to. Everybody who wins a championship goes to the White House. Not everybody who participates. This ain't a participation trophy. This is a game. It's a championship game. The fuck the losers need to be there for? You want to make everybody feel better? You don't want to hurt no feelings? Get the fuck out of here. That shit pissed me clean off. How dare you? Like, that shit is whack. It's super whack. And my thing is, would I go? If this is what y'all do, y'all extend the invitation to everybody now when I win? Because my win ain't good enough? I'm not a champion? I don't get the special rewards that come with winning this shit? Yo, being a black girl is hard, man. It's hard. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time job in America, in your family, in life, with black men, wherever you go. Being a black woman is a full-time job. It's thankless. It is so thankless, it's not even funny. You will kill yourself being a black girl trying to keep all this shit together while everybody act like you something to play with. Oh my God. Why? Like this is this is a travesty. That's come on. Come on. And everybody wants to say let's not make it about race. Well stop making it a race thing then. You should have applauded Angel like y'all applauded Caitlin. Y'all gave her all all the praises and all the thanks for being a shit talker. But when we talk shit, and that's something we fucking invented. Let's be very clear. We talk shit. When we do it, we not supposed to. We not supposed to do that too small shit that niggas do running up and down the court. Caitlyn did it. We can't do that. We can't do that little ring finger thing when we win a championship. We got a ring. We can't taunt. We can't do that. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when we do it. Fuck them. Just like the song go. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers. It was earned. You girls did a great job. I'm still sad South Carolina didn't win. But I'm glad y'all won instead. And shout out to Angel Reese because she definitely said, I didn't like the way she acted with South, with South Carolina. And I don't take disrespect lightly. And you shouldn't. None of us should. Humility is not the only practice. And for some reason, 
they want us to do that. They want us to swallow our pride. They want us to be humble. They want us to be thankful to even have an opportunity to be where we are. They want us to thank them for the position that we're in. Because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. That's what they think. We're not worthy of equal anything. Not worthy of equal rights. Not worthy of equal pay. Not worthy of equal celebration. Not worthy of equal shit talking. We have to be different. We have to be demure. They don't have to be. When they do it, they're feminists. When we do it, we're angry. We're thugs. We're ghetto. That's my favorite word, ghetto. Y'all love calling us ghetto. Y'all love that. And when we made it something beautiful, we made it something that y'all tried to turn into a caricature Every chance y'all get. Oh, extensions are ghetto. We get our braids. We make them all pretty. We get the little gold things around it. We get cowrie shells. We dress our hair up. Now, all of a sudden, y'all wear hair jewelry. Your braids are cold. It started with the Bo Derricks. Then they became boxer braids because of Kim Kardashian. Everything that y'all deem ghetto, when y'all do it, is classy. We wear do-rags. We're thugs. We wear hood racks. Guess what? Balenciaga has a do-rag. $500 is fashion. This damn country, this world would not move without black women. And that goes for the other communities too. Y'all aesthetic is black women. Who we are naturally is what y'all emulate. But somehow, when we are who we are, naturally and unapologetically, it threatens you. It scares you. Is it that you don't think we know our power? Are you scared that we do know our power and we're going to really start using it the way we should? Is that what it is? Either way, y'all should be scared. Because guess what? Black girl magic... Black woman wonder, it's not going nowhere. So if y'all want to be uncomfortable, if y'all want to sit there and be mad at everything we do, be mad, be miserable. But y'all going to choke on all this greatness that we going to give y'all. Better believe that. Well, the weekly hustle comes from me. <laughs> um, I made a post today, you know, touching on the topic, and it reads, I hope and pray little black girls everywhere take up all the space they need. I don't care who's uncomfortable or has something to say about it. Don't shrink your greatness for a soul. This has been The Court in the Fox. See y'all next week. <laughs>